0: entrepreneur on fire 672 in need of some motivation we've got you covered seven days a week join john lee dumas and today's entrepreneur on fire Every time I receive a nature box, I get to unwrap the goodness of smart snacking conveniently delivered straight to my door. Visit naturebox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Your branding is the face of your business. Make a great impression with creative, professional designs from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a power pack upgrade for free. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Daryl Urbanski. Daryl, are you prepared to ignite
1: I'm prepared to ignite.
0: (laughs) Daryl is the founder and president of bestbusinesscoach.ca, is best known for his ability to create seven-figure automated income streams from scratch. A Canadian turned SoCal, he has quickly climbed the entrepreneurial ladder, gaining respect from thousands of small business owners worldwide. Daryl, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you then give us an overview of your business.
1: It's funny because I, I feel bad talking about myself in the sense of bragging, but as far as what we do, I mean, for the most part, um, best business coach, bestbusinesscoach.ca is built off of um, years of trial and error. Ever since I was a kid, um, I always had this really positive self-image of what it meant to be a business owner. I always felt that business was about solving problems for people and getting compensated accordingly. Um from my uncle. I mean, he used to have people come and I always felt like he was kind of like a grant, uh, the Godfather, but without all the violence and the drugs and <laughs> that part, because people will come and they just be really grateful for what he done for them. And so in my head, um, I just had that positive self image. And so since I was a kid, I just been trying to make it and break it. And I've failed, uh, m- like multiple times, like any successful entrepreneur. Um, and I've tried so many different business models along the way. And now what I'm doing, it's just built off of kind of a really solid succession of, of, um, Wins that just keep um, I keep doubling down and it keeps it keeps working. So right now, like you said, we're building seven-figure automated funnels. Got four or five clients that I built funnels for that really were only generating somewhere between four to twelve thousand dollars a month. But then um, I had a couple of clients where I really feel like I've again I've doubled down and figured it out and um, been able to hit those seven-figure number marks, which which definitely feels good.
0: Well, Daryl, that's enough to start, my friends, and believe me, that's why we have you on Entrepreneur on Fire, because you can start bragging a little bit at the beginning, and you need to, because we're going to be dragging out some some dirt (laughs) on you, my friend. We're going to be talking about some failures. We're going to be talking about some tough moments, so get in the good stuff while you can, and that's what Entrepreneur on Fire, Daryl, is all about. It's about the journey of our guests, and Daryl, you're our featured guest today, so we're going to really do a deep dive into your journey, but- Before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling, Daryl. So take it away.
1: Sure. Well, I've got three things that I think really, um, I I probably even have a fourth quote, but I think it really meant the mental game is so important because I was just talking about this. I just spoke in Vegas and I was talking with some of the people at the conference and so many people, they are their biggest ob- obstacle. I mean, I was—I took a cab ride from my hotel to where I was speaking, and along the way, the cab driver told me he'd moved to Vegas because it was as good as anywhere to die, that he was a weakling, that, like, he just had all the... And I don't even reala- think he realized how much negative self-talk he had coming out. So And think about you know, how
0: many times he probably says that every day to passengers.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's like reaffirming to himself. And then he looks for excuses to believe it. And it's just, it's so not true. Um, so one of my first quotes is, hard work will always beat talent when talent refuses to work hard. I think that it's really important to have a good work ethic. But... um work alone won't get you there. I mean, a lot of us know people that work really, really hard and don't really get any results. Our parents, you know, I, if, if you're like me, my parents have worked really hard their whole lives and they've done okay, but some people I know you know, haven't worked nearly as much and have been extremely successful. So, the next quote would be with Claude Hopkins, where the man who wins out and survives does so only because of superior science and strategy. So, I think that that's a key component that you need to have as a baseline. You have to have that hard work ethic, but you also need to make sure that you're using, you know, scientific principles or at least some sort of benchmark. So you can, like a homing missile, when a homing missile is fired, you know, it's got a goal and it starts going there, but every second, every millisecond, it's checking and self-correcting where it is because it's always getting blown off course. So... Need to have that. Need to have strategy because, um, well, yeah, you can just you can spend a lot of energy going nowhere. So those two. And the other quote that I really like is, um, and I don't know who said it, but every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up and it knows that it must outrun the fastest lion or it will be killed. Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up and it knows it must outrun the slowest gazelle or it will starve to death. So the moral of the story is, it doesn't matter if you're a lion or a gazelle. When the sun comes up, you better be running. <laughs> And so, like, I love that quote because that's just, that's it. Like, it doesn't matter. You had a bad day yesterday. That's great. Guess what? Today's a new day. And so, the last quote would be, work until you don't need to introduce yourself. And so, again, I think if you combine those, that really just, it just embodies for me, I think a mentality and a and a philosophy that's really helped um me in my career, at least. And, and the only thing to add to that would be to surround yourself with like-minded people because that's the other part. You can have these qualities, but if you are... If you are surrounded by people who are just holding you back or or aren't encouraging or aren't even, don't even, they don't even necessarily need to be negative people, but they're just not in the, going in the same direction you are, that on its own can slow you down.
0: I mean, Daryl, there's so many things I could pull out of that because Every one of those quotes is so impactful for every entrepreneur's journey, but what I really do want to laser beam focus on for Fire Nation, our listeners today, is really the ability that we have this day and age, more than any other time in the world, to leverage our skills, to scale our knowledge, and Daryl mentioned how his parents and my parents, too, have worked so hard, and they've definitely achieved some levels of success, but when you really look at automating systems, when you really look at taking your knowledge and getting it into that right funnel into that right leverage point it's incredible to see what can happen on so many different levels and daryl that'll be a great theme for us to kind of continue on throughout this interview but what we're doing right now is we're taking the spotlight and we're shining it on to you daryl urbanski because i want to talk about your journey daryl and you're having incredible success right now here in san diego rocking and rolling but it always wasn't that way So talk to us, share with Fire Nation a time you failed, a time that you just fell flat in your face, and the lessons you learned.
1: They say success is many fathers, but failure is an orphan. And so that's, yeah, I mean, everybody wants to talk about the successes, but... I mean, I think, I think most people in their entrepreneur career and uh, their business career, unless you are part of a winning team and you're, you know, through almost like an apprenticeship and that's where you've got this winning track record again and again and again until you go on your own. And then, and even then, um, I don't think you can be a true entrepreneur unless you've had to face failure and come through that fire. Um, but for myself, I mean, I've again, even sometimes when you're successful, like here's a great example is I remember when I was a kid, I remember I wanted to, when I was just really young, I got into babysitting, um, just trying to make money. And I was successful at it, but then it was still a failure because I couldn't, like, I felt like, great, I was making you know, money, but my schedule was full. I wasn't able to see my friends. Like some people, they get so concerned about even just being able to make a sale or, you know, get any customers that they don't think out the strategy. So like a friend of mine, and I'm I'm sorry, I know I've kind of walked away from my failure, but a friend of mine got into, she wanted to launch an info product business because she wanted the leverage of not having to be trading dollars for hours, but she wasn't making the sales that she wanted yet. And so instead of improving her funnel, she started selling her time for consulting. And so again, she had been successful, quote unquote, because she was making more money, but now she's working 60 hours a week. Um, so a talk with a friend of mine, uh, we really have this belief that you know eight thousand dollars a month hands free automated income is worth fifty sixty seventy thousand a month if you 're working sixty ninety hours a week and that 's from myself having failed in i mean for me, the biggest failure I think that I had was right after I moved back from Tokyo um, I wanted to get into you know some automated income and I, I i'd spent some time in Africa and I really started to see I just learned a lot through being uh, in another culture as an outsider and observing it. And I realized that you know, vending machines would be a great way, you know, some sort of it'd be passive income. It's a great way to set up some form of passive income if it's a candy machine or a pot machine, whatever. And when I was in Japan, there was this massage chair that was in the mall nearby where I lived. And my girlfriend at the time and I used to go buy it all the time and use it. And when I came back to Canada, all the chairs here were, you know, they were just really pieces of junk and they hurt you more often than they helped. So I worked with Panasonic and I got this deal to get these $10,000 massage chairs that are certified to be the equivalent of a chiropractic adjustment. I get them a wholesale. I added a, a whole uh, add-on built so it would, you know, accept payments, coin payments and then operate for for a certain period of time. But what I didn't think through was the market. Um, I did that uh, where I am now. I'm visiting my family in Canada in Kingston, Ontario. And what I didn't realize is that there were already two chairs in the two busiest locations. And for a business like that, you need you need foot traffic. Any business you need a starving crowd. You can't operate a business in a vacuum. <laughs> and so I went through all this ordeal. I spent this money. I developed this technology. And I just come back from Japan. And so you know, for me, it was like I've, I sunk ten, fifteen thousand dollars into a venture that I realized I couldn't do anything with in the city that I was in. Because um, the locations where I would want to put my chair were unavailable and I didn't have the means to travel tr- to to take that around because that was the other part of it as well. I just, I hadn't thoroughly planned it out. And that's where I think so many business owners fail. I think myself, even when I have the failures that I have had, it was because I dreamed up this beautiful idea alone in my room when that's not really how business should be done. Um, I mean, people like to draw analogies between business and hunting. And so if we stick with that analogy, you know, when you when you would have a hunting tribe and they would want to go feed their families, if they were in a new terrain or if they didn't know what they could already hunt, they would go with the hunting party out into the wilderness or the jungle or wherever and they would just observe and they would just sit there for a period of time and try to see, you know, what tracks are there, what – Tufts of fur around, what you know, where's the fecal matter, where's the half eaten food? And they just try to observe and what is this animal, what's its routine, what's its habit, how many of them exist. And then together as a group, they would go back and they would strategize and plan how are we going to hunt this thing, how are we going to trap it and kill it, and then how are we going to transport it back here and what are we going to do once we get it here? And that's really a foundation of of you know market research. And so my biggest failure was I hadn't done the market research. I sunk a ton of money in this thinking that it would be great because it was something that I was passionate about and love in. And I was thinking about myself more than thinking about the people that I was going to be serving.
0: Well, Daryl, I love this analogy, and I think Fire Nation really needs to think about this for a second in terms of the real world, because it's so easy to see if you were in Africa and you were a tribe, you would never be going out to just a random place building some kind of tree fort where you would be looking to hunt for food or whatever you may be doing without first scouting the area, without first actually seeing if this is where these different gazelles grazed, or these different lions roamed, or there was a water source, or there was actually a trail path going somewhere, that would never happen because you would, like that lion that runs slower than gazelle, you would starve to death if you did that. And if you applied that analogy, Fire Nation, to today, why would you ever go into a little closet and never do any outside research and just build a product or build a service without actually going out into the universe, into the real world and engaging with real people, real potential clients and scouting out that area? So, I love that analogy, Daryl. It fits in perfectly with your quote about the lions and the gazelles, which I'm going to use, by the way, for my new uh, Quotes on Fire podcast I'm about to launch. So uh, (laughs) you've inspired me there. Thank you for that. Uh, No problem. And Daryl, I mean, you just, you summed it up great and you gave a great analogy. And I really want Fire Nation to realize, get out there in the real world. Interact your products and your services with your potential clients. The more you can do that, the more feedback you can get, the better that you can can pivot and the quicker you can actually get the right product or service to market. And Daryl, we could go on about this all day because it's so valuable for Fire Nation, but I want to shift to another story. And let's not get distracted this time. I really want you to laser focus on a time, Daryl, that you, Daryl Urbanski, had a light bulb moment, had an aha moment. And Daryl, take us right to that moment. We want you to tell that story when this aha moment just hits you in the side of the head. Tell us that story, Daryl, and the steps that you took to turn it into success.
1: It's a great segue, Thanks. and I think I think that the the aha moment for me was just what we just talked about—the power of marketing and the market research, and how that has to come before anything but else.
0: Take us to when you actually had that aha moment. Like, when did it hit you in the head?
1: Well, I think I was at a at, I was at a conference. And the guru on the, sta- on the stage had said that, you know, good marketing can sell a non-existent product Ooh. when bad marketing can't sell free gold. And then it reminded <laughs> me of what I just went through with my with my chair, right? I had this great vending machine, the thing 15 minutes in it would have been worth an hour-long chiropractic appointment or, sorry, hour-long massage or a chiropractic adjustment. And so it was this, you know, it's this great product, but it, you know, it kind of died or fizzled out. Uh, because it didn't have any teeth to it. And then I started thinking about going backwards, just about marketing and what is marketing and have I like, am I, could I be any good at it? And so for me, the aha moment was that I've actually been marketing a lot of my life. And even before I even knew what it was, I mean, when I was 17, I did this program, Katinovic. I got to travel and work around Canada three months in the uh, BC, three months in Alberta, three months in Quebec. And I wanted to go back to BC and I was, I just turned 18 and I went online and this is like, I'm 31 now, so this is years ago, but I went online and I found online classifieds and I called up some lady and I rented a room in her house and I didn't have work there. So I went on to the chamber of commerce's website and I just copied and pasted all the businesses email addresses. And I didn't, I didn't even know what I was doing. And I had a three email like drip campaign. I had my cover letter and my resume in the first one and a PowerPoint video in the second one and like a follow up in the third. And I just, I just I, I spammed them to try and get, you know, why well not? It's, it is spam, but I just you know I emailed them, messaged them, trying to get. Did you uh, double
0: up them in first, Daryl? <laughs>
1: That's right. That yeah. is spam.
0: The Canada <laughs> Spam Act. We're all well yep. aware of it.
1: Back back in the day, yeah, back in the day, it was a wild west. Didn't matter. <laughs> I, just, I was eighteen. I need some work. I'm moving out on my own, and you know, and it worked when I when I got out there. I had all these interviews lined up because I'd done that. And yep. then another time was when I was in Japan. Well,
0: Daryl, I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna break in here. I'm gonna bring sure. you back to the sure. moment that you had that aha moment. You had that aha moment while that guru was talking on stage. What did you do?
1: Well, that's where I I kind of really started to think about marketing. And I, I kind of vowed to myself that I would do whatever it took to really master this and implement it because I was say the track record of instances where I could see that I'd used marketing and had success. And then it really dawned on me. That, that, is, that was the missing ingredient. That's where you know I'd had little success here and there, but for the most part, I hadn't had any seven-figure success. I hadn't had any major successes that I, wouldn't, I would want to write home about because I'd been missing that key component. So I just dove in. I mean, I started reading the books. I started listening to the audio tapes, the seminars. I started trading programs with friends. I just – I remember – um, I remember I used to feel so proud when I'd fall asleep and my bed would be full of books because I'd feel like the knowledge would be seeping
0: through my skin. <laughs> That's how I feel when I fall asleep with Think and grow playing in my earbuds.
1: Yeah, exa- exactly. I mean, I, you just hit the nail on the head. I just, I wouldn't allow any downtime. Uh, without it being like everything had to be relevant it all had to be used for the purpose of building expanding my knowledge and yeah, I think I that it's really important like there's two different types of education there's the education that you get in hopes that you'll use it someday and there's the education what you get because you're you're going to use it right now in the present you, you know and that's that's where I try to live the most I, I you know obviously I'm a student of life and I like to keep learning but often whatever it is that I'm thinking about whatever problem I see is you know within the next 10 steps so to speak like that's what I'm reading about that That's what I'm learning about. That's what I'm asking questions about because there's this thing where they say, you know, you need to read something seven times and memorize it. But I think that part of that's BS because if you're lost and you're trying to get to your friend's house or something and you pull over and you are missing information to complete your goal and you ask someone, hey, how do I get here? And they go, hey, well, you go straight and at the third light, you turn right and then you make your first left. You don't need to recite that seven times. You don't need to like set up cue cards and like stare at a wall and like like you just it clicks because you need it. It fits the it's the puzzle piece that you're missing. And so I really kind of try to take that approach to my own study and learning, um, but at the same time to make sure that I don't waste any time that could be used.
0: So Fire Nation, this is what we really need to focus on. The most precious resource that we have is time. Time. And when Daryl made the decision to stop being an amateur and start being professional and a pro in everything that he does. He wasn't going to waste any of his time. He wasn't going to go for a walk with his dog and not have an audiobook in and listening to something. He wasn't going to be reading Us Weekly magazine as he fell asleep at night. He was going to take the time that he had, the most precious resource, and continually be moving forward with his knowledge, with his just intimacy of any topic that he was looking to improve himself upon. So, Fire Nation, kind of look at your day. Like, how do you spend your morning commutes to work? Hopefully you're commuting right now to work or maybe to wherever and you're listening to this. So you're using it very well. I I applaud you. (laughs) But, you know, think about the different times in your life. I I go to the grocery store, Daryl. I have headphones in and I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to audiobooks. And, you know, I have people that, you know, all the time, like the checkout lady's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, sorry, what? And she's like, you know, paper or plastic and I'm like oh sorry I was like listening to something she's like oh what music are you listening to I'm like what's music I don't know what music is really and and so it's just we have this opportunity to fire nation It's all around us this resource podcasting is a free resource there's some amazingly cheap resources out there through audible and audio books for books I mean I just love your message, Daryl. You decided to turn pro, my friend, and you did because you made the decision to do so. So I want you to tell a really quick story, Daryl. I want it to be straight to the point. And again, I want to be there with you when this happens. What was your proudest entrepreneurial moment?
1: I think the proudest moment for me was, you know, you mentioned Think and Grow Rich and Think and Grow Rich uh, advocates having your own personal mission statement that you read morning and night. And I had set one, and I'll, I'll I'll tell you what it is. I mean, I'll generate over one million dollars in annual recurring net income. By April 14, 2014, I will sell ideas and information products, digital and or paper and ink, to provide large groups of people suffering from serious or urgent problems, access to solutions from world-class experts. Using the T times C equals money formula, I will employ automated systems to generate leads, nurture prospects, make sales, fulfill orders, provide aftercare, and upsell, giving me a financially secure, long, happy, healthy, joyful, and wealthy life. And my proudest moment was earlier this year when I sat down, and I honestly felt a little Deflated because my bank account didn't have seven figures in it. And I was working as marketing director um, for a company in Rancho Santa Fe. And I was taking a look at this little pet project campaign that I built evenings and weekends on my own kind of initiative. That was, you know, I talked about these other funnels I built. And I realized that it was March and it had already generated net about $1.3 million. And that was the proudest moment because I had set this goal. And I was like, I I did it. I you know, like I was like, it works. I, I this thing I've been working, like all the pieces clicked, and I started going through what I'd done differently versus the other funnels. And I really like, I just I lost a week. I, I didn't lose is the wrong word, but I just invested a week in rediscovering what had I done and what was it that made the difference between the other funnels I built and this funnel that made all the difference. And that was the proudest moment. I mean, that was as an entrepreneur. It was just, uh, yeah, for me, it was, it was, I was so ecstatic. I remember calling people and sharing the news and I was just, I was on cloud nine. And uh, yeah, that's definitely the proudest moment.
0: Fire Nation, what is your mission statement? Are you kind of scratching your head right now thinking about one? And that could be a reason that you're not fulfilling all the goals that you may have. You need to say it to make it true. It needs to become part of your everyday life. Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, I mean, he puts it so eloquently in the form of verbalizing it morning and night. Daryl did it. It got him there. Nothing is more important than having a goal that you are verbalizing and following it. You have to say it to make it real. And Daryl, let's bring things to today, to present times. I want to talk about Daryl Urbanski right now. What is one thing in your business that has you just most fired up right now?
1: the thing I'm the most excited about is that now that I feel that I've it's like anything. If you, once you know to do something, you just want to be able to do it bigger, better, badder. So what I'm most excited about is just the, the, what are the projects I'm working on? The clients that I'm working with, um, the, my own funnels that I'm building. Uh, right now, I think like even my own biggest frustration is I just want to get it all done faster. It's, I know it's like building a house that you've already built before. <laughs> you just want to get it done, you know? And, and, um, so that's, I mean, it's just such a good feeling. That's so I'm just, I don't, I don't even know how to answer that, John, only because, I'm where I'm at. I just feel so good about everything. My focus is almost on preserving and just like, you know, not missing any of the little details.
0: Daryl, it's actually interesting that you say that because I have people asking me all the time. They're saying, "John, like, what's your goal for Entrepreneur on Fire? Like, where are you taking this? Like, what's your one, three, five-year goal?" And I'm very forward-thinking. I'm a big believer in planning things out, of always focusing on the future and doing things along those lines. But a lot of times, the reality is, is that listen, we are living this every single day, and the more present I can be in today, this very moment, is more powerful. Like Daryl, if when you're talking, if I'm thinking thinking about what my one-year goal is, when it comes time for me to kind of break back in and say something, I'm not going to be able to give As present of an answer as I need to to Fire Nation to make this the most impactful interview that we possibly can. And, you know, Fire Nation, if you're listening to this right now and you're scrolling your emails or you're, you know, checking your Facebook messages, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to make the most of this content that we're sharing with you today. So I love being present, Daryl. I love living in the moment. I love being able to be just adaptable to different things that are happening so quickly in this world. So. I'm with you, brother. I have a hard time answering those questions and I am on an average of eight other interviews every other week. So I get it quite often. So I hear you, my man. And listen, Daryl, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Your branding is the face of your business. Whether your primary point of contact with customers is through brick and mortar location or a virtual web location, keeping up a consistent brand identity is extremely important. A consistent brand identity has several clear benefits. It differentiates you from your competitors, it helps you keep your message on point all the time, and it helps with repeat business and customer loyalty. Make sure you're working with a designer who understands your needs. When you're just getting started with the branding process, communicate to your designer all the ways that you'll be using your brand, websites, ads, email blasts, social media, and anything else. Everywhere your brand appears, it should be clear and recognizable. You can get maximum creativity with 99 Designs, where dozens of designers compete to deliver the best branding design. They recently introduced a brand identity pack where you can get your logo and all your identity collateral at one low price see for yourself visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free when is the last time you heard the word smart and snacking in the same sentence it doesn't come up too often does it that's because most snacks on the market have ingredients like artificial sweeteners artificial flavors and artificial colors in every box why go artificial when you can have the real thing Thanks to NatureBox, I've recently discovered a gold mine of smart snacking options that all have strict quality standards that you can rely on. That means no more high fructose corn syrup, no partially hydrogenated oils, no trans fats, artificial sweeteners, or artificial colors. No artificial flavors. The best part is, NatureBox is a subscription service that offers free delivery for your favorite snacks straight to your door every month. Wouldn't it be nice not to have to worry about whether or not the ingredients in your next snack are going to be nutritious? Unwrap Smarter Snacking today. Visit naturebox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Daryl, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Two things. And the first one was not understanding that Uh, problems are markets. I kept looking for people. And so I did as was was holding me back was I just wasn't getting any traction. And it was because I was I was focused on the wrong things. So I really had to realize that business is about solving problems for the world and for large groups of people. Um, So that was the first. And the next part was a quote that I heard from Drayton Bird, where he just said that, you know, the purpose of business is to locate a prospect and Turn that prospect into a customer and then make that customer your friend. So what was really holding me back was the mental game and not really having clear sight in what I was doing and, and not getting any traction or any success. Was, you know, feeling like I was fumbling in the dark and trying to figure
0: it out. Problems are markets to Fire Nation. I love that way of putting it, Daryl. It's a kind of a mind shift. And I do like it because Fire Nation, if you can create solutions to problems, that's a market right there. I mean, for me, I love engaging with my audience, finding out from them what their pain points are, what they're struggling with, and then finding what those problems are and then creating solutions for them. And you can do that just by going out, by listening, by reading magazines, by reading blog posts, by going to different products and services and looking at the reviews. What are those one and two star reviews? Like what are people not happy about with the solution that somebody's created for this problem? And Daryl, what is the best advice you've ever received?
1: To get a mentor and surround myself with like-minded people, you know, and not not just meet people, but to really embed yourself in a community of people that are, you know, that are ambitious and are trying to go where you want to go, that'll push you. Jim Rohn has the quote, you know, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that has just been ever evident. And every time, you know, I just surrounded myself with different people, um, it just has had profound effect on my life. It's a huge effect. That's probably one of the best pieces of advice that I've had.
0: Daryl, that quote is the most spoken of quote on Entrepreneur on Fire by myself. I actually say it in every single interview we're about to get to that part, and you'll see because I just love it. It's so true in every every single way, shape, and form, and kind of the visualization, Daryl, I like to give Fire Nation when we think about this is picture this bus that you're on, this bus of life, and you're hanging out with people on this bus, and you look around, like, Who are these people? I mean, I'm sure you like them. I'm sure you love some of them. I'm sure they're powerful people and they do great things for you on a lot of levels. But if you really evaluate the people that are around you, and then you really ask yourself the question, what would happen if I opened up the back of the bus, that door, and just kind of scooted out like the bottom four or five people and then just close the door, then open up the front and just let like four or five just like amazingly inspiring, motivated, positive people enter that bus. How would that change? You know, would the air clear a little bit because there's less smoke? I mean, would... The kind of nagging and complaining stop a little bit because now people are excited and talking about things that they're creating instead of things that are holding them back. I mean, just think about that because this is your life bus. You have the choice to open and close the doors to it. And Daryl, yeah. share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success.
1: Sure. So, well, the first one is just that I work every single day every single day there's no days off i mean you know i i might not work all day but i work every single day this happened when i was a teenager i was on the phone with a friend and i was looking out the front window and he was saying you know he'd been working so hard or he'd had a rough week and he was just taking the day off and i remember i was watching this bird and squirrel kind of hunt for food and i realized they're not squirrels. taking time off yeah they're they're never like they're never like man it's been so hard to find food and eat this week i'm taking the day off those predators <laughs> they can come bug me on monday and it really clicked for me i was like you know that's it like we might have dominated the planet but there we're still in a jungle and, uh, between ourselves and what yeah you just have to find what you're passionate about and just just relentlessly work on it every single day you have to be beating on your craft and that's 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 yeah that's um My own personal habit. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. If it's the holidays, if it's Christmas, I need to do, I need to move 1% closer to my goal. I need to read a book. Like I said, that's going to help me solve a problem. I need to do an interview like this. I need to just reach out to someone, you know, and, and, and offer to help them. If that's a, if that's a beneficial relationship to both of us, I just every single day, I need to do something that's pushing the ball forward.
0: So Daryl, I mean, You have somebody in your camp. That person is me. And I get asked all the time, like, John, like, you launched your podcast like less than two years ago. You won Best of iTunes. You're, you're one of the top ranked business podcasts. Like, you've had over 7 million down. Like, how have you done it? Like, like, what do you attribute all your success to? And the only answer that I can give, Daryl, because it's the only true answer is I work harder than any other podcaster. Literally, it's just working harder. I was, worse by a long shot than so many podcasts when I first started because I was inexperienced, I was robotic, I wasn't comfortable behind the microphone. But if you want to be, do. And there's no better way of doing a podcast than to do it literally seven days a week. Your episode 672 for a reason, Daryl, because uh-huh. I've done an episode every single day since I launched. And it's just, it's done wonders. And it's all about working hard hard and there's no substitute for it. Read Stephen Pressfield's book, Do the Work in Fire Nation. You'll thank me later. So Daryl, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners?
1: For me, the tool that I'm in love with right now is Ghostery. Um, G-H-O-S-T-E-R-Y. It's a free add-on for Firefox. And why I love it is because you can go to any website and it tells you what they're using. Ooh. Are they using Visual Website Optimizer? Are they? Do they have uh, Facebook conversion pixel tracking? Stuff like that. So for me, it's just, you know, we used to have to, you could still, you could always do it, but you'd have to click and view page source and scroll through the code and have to kind of, you know. Control like able,
0: F and like find like all that weird stuff.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, Who's this, what's this guy using? Is he, you know, <laughs> using click for like, what does he use in Clicktail or Crazy Egg? What? Oh wow, he's got you know. Now I just—that's a great tool because as I surf, it just pops up, and and I find myself just going into loops sometimes. Just what's that tool? Oh wow, what does that do? <laughs> oh wait, what is it? Because now you're on their
0: page. You got to be careful the at the same time. That can be your worst enemy and your best friend all at once. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Daryl Urbanski. And Daryl, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: It would have to be Think and Grow Rich. Um, yeah, I just if, if you if you only had one book to put you on the path to success, you know that's the book. And one thing that frustrates me is I remember I'll, uh, I'll suggest that book to people. And they'll be like, hey, I read it. What, what, what should I read next? And I'm like, well, well did, did you do it? Like, did you implement it? Right. Well, no, but what's your mission it, but, statement? Um, yeah, what's like, a mission yeah.
0: statement? Did you exactly. read it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, no, but I'm done. I'm ready for the next. No, but that's it. Like, do it. Like, if you've only implemented 3%, reread the book and get another 3%. And like, like yeah. So if you only have one book, that would be it.
0: Love it. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Daryl, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but boy, is it a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: The next seven days, the first thing I would try to do would be to surround myself with highly ambitious, competitive, good na- natured, and ethical people to push me. And then the next thing I would do is I would look for someone who, if I only had $500, You know, you can't do a whole lot. Um, I would probably look for someone who had a phenomenal product or service that really just didn't market it well. They already had a horse running around the track but they needed someone that could if i had all my skills and knowledge i would But they find needed a someone.
0: jockey with a little strap to just like wow Exactly. Whack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look if at that I, analogy. Yeah. I just came up with that.
1: No, no, but that's that's exactly it. I mean, cuz there's so many people out there they've got these amazing products and i think if this product is if i just make a better mouse trap, people will beat a door to my path. <laughs> uh, beat a path to my door. And so if, yeah, if i woke up who i am today and somewhere else, and I didn't know anyone. Um, first thing I would want to do is surround myself with people that are going to be push me to be better, keep me sharp. And then the next thing I would want to do is find someone who's got a phenomenal, life-changing, world-improving product or service, and just use my marketing prowess to really get behind them and uh, turn that five thousand into five million or five hundred dollars into five million.
0: Well, Daryl, when you get back to SD, you, me, Delmar Racetrack, we'll see some real jockeys in action, and thank you <laughs> for being so open, so inspiring, so transparent with Fire Nation today, and your plethora of quotes is just arming me for quotes on fire like no, nothing else could. Hmm. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: You just got to believe in yourself. You know, you really have to. It, well, I just, this is, um, this is another quote, but I just saw this. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I love I have my, it. I, love I have
0: my pen out. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Yeah.
1: But Jim Carrey, he gave his graduation speech and he said, my father taught me that you can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well go for what you want. And I think that that's the only parting piece Ooh. of advice. I mean, if you've got this life and we don't know what's going to happen afterwards, um, why would you waste it? Like you can, you can fail. You can get be trapped and suck at something that you just settled for. So you might as well chase your dreams and give it everything you got. So that's, that's, God, um, I love that. that's definitely, definitely the, the advice I would give. Best way to connect with me, probably Facebook or LinkedIn to look me up. Daryl Urbanski, you can check out bestbusinesscoach.ca. Um, those are all good
0: things. And was there anything else? That was it, my friend. And Fire Nation does know, Daryl, that they are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out, Fire Nation, with Daryl and myself today. So keep up the heat. And Daryl, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything, your contact information, resource, book, you name it. Fire.com. type in daryl d-a-r-y-l in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up and daryl thank you for being so incredibly generous with your time expertise experience fire nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side awesome thank you john Fire Nation. Looking for ways to increase your email list and establish your authority in your niche? Join me for our free live webinar where we share how you can create and present a webinar that converts. Visit webinaronfire.com to grab your spot today.